as a communication researcher when I was in graduate school, one thing that we learned is uh, some of the theoretical positions and explanations of violence in the media. And although um, you know, a lot of this research was conducted in the late, seven, uh, late 60s, early 70s, and then it kind of transformed over the years, there wasn't a lot of um, evidence pointing to the relationship of violence in the media to violence in society. But it's interesting how things have shifted because although they did find a very small effect of violence in the media to aggressive tendencies, there are some, uh, this what they call a nexus of mediating factors that dampen our aggressive tendencies. However, we see nowadays the things that dampen the aggressive tendencies um, dissipating as we can see a lot of violence these days in society. Uh, Particularly violence that uh, is grandiose. And so it's really interesting when you look at some of the research looking at this this um, you know what happens when we watch violence in the news when we watch um, even angry media or an angry expression so I'll read a little something to you um, from Andrew Newberg's How God Changes the Brain he writes when you listen to angry speech in a congregation so like in church or a political forum specific parts of your brain begin to mirror the angry content of the speaker. All you have to do is see a harsh or angry or contemptuous face in a picture and the same neural reaction will be triggered because the circuits involving the human amygdala are particularly responsive to the emotional expressions on other people's faces. Even watching violence in the news or taking in a violent movie will make you feel more angry, more aggressive, negative, and powerless. And the same thing happens in your brain when you listen to songs with hostile lyrics, even if they are presented in a a humorous way. So, So this can be, this can remind us to be a little bit more um, discretionary when it comes to what we take in. So although we can't take in, we can't control someone's angry face towards us, we can certainly control who we follow on social media and what we watch on television. And then, although we can't control the angry expressions, people who come towards us, and sometimes we might even have angry people 
who are very close to us in our lives we can avoid, what we do is we cultivate compassion. We cultivate loving kindness. And there's a part of your brain that will that heightens, that that basically gets more blood when you cultivate loving kindness. And what that does is it's basically a fulcrum and it kind of helps you balance the emotional responses and the more logical responses. And so when you cultivate loving kindness, whether through a loving kindness practice such as um, the metta meditation, repeating things like, may you be safe, may you be free, may you be strong in body and mind, may you be peaceful and at ease. Um, So repeating those phrases for yourself and for others, um, you can kind of dampen the, the automatic reaction to someone's anger and to the violence. So, so be careful who, like what media you take in, whether it's music that, that perpetuates somebody else's anger in social media that, that shows divisiveness, that wants you to get on their side rather than the side of unity. Or even just violent television shows. Just be careful and be aware of how your body responds to these types of violent images. And by all means, respond to a lot of these angry, violent, hurtful expressions cultivate compassion cultivate loving kindness